Good morning. It's October 15th, and welcome to Doing Life, daily devotions for finding peace in stressful times. This is the audible companion of the book by the same name. The music you are listening to is The Miracle by Maurizio Malignini. Today's title is Exploit the Joy. Whoever welcomes one of these little children in my name welcomes me, and whoever welcomes me does not welcome me, but the one who sent me. Mark 9:37. The last of my daughters to become pregnant is now expecting. The cat's finally out of the bag, so to speak, so I can mention it here, but the manner in which the cat was released is illustrative. My middle daughter and her husband decided, as many couples do, to wait until viability before they informed the world of the upcoming expansion to their family. But when they decided to tell their eight-year-old nephew Liam and six-year-old niece Allie, the children of our eldest daughter, they made a game of it. Everyone who lives in town, Sister Kelly, husband Ian, and cousin Henry, unfortunately in Lubbock, came to Grammy and Papa's house for dinner Friday night. Sean and Allison, the expecting couple, had earlier set up a scavenger hunt for the kids. Allison even carried an untouched glass of wine when she welcomed her older sister Ashley at the door to throw her off the scent. The kids had multiple stations to find, marked with a flag, and in each was a card and an envelope with a rhyming clue, borrowed in part from Dr. Seuss. At each spot, one of the kids would read the poem out loud. Locations ranged from the big aquarium in the living room to a tall oak outside, requiring a boost for Liam to reach the card, to a window seat upstairs, and finally to the refrigerator in the kitchen. The final poem card was under the ribbon around a cake box. When the kids opened the box, there was a final note and an ultrasound picture. Needless to say, neither had any idea what the picture was of, but the note ended with, News that will fill you with glee, Sean and Allison are having a baby. The brief video of this last step in the reveal would not only make the likes of the Grinch and Mr. Scrooge smile, but is the very reason that Christ said what he did to the disciples above. Yes, children can be noisy and hyperactive and exhausting, but they're also full of wonder and awe and joy at simple things, and all of that is infectious. At the time of Christ, and really until the last century, many societies treated children at best as insignificant, even if necessary. Quite frankly, the neonatal to childhood mortality rate was as high as 50%, and people just made more children when they didn't survive. If they did survive, they were expected to work from an early age and to remain silent in the presence of adults unless spoken to. But Jesus wanted people to understand the significance of the preceding verses. Anyone who wants to be first must be the very last and the servant of all. Children were the most insignificant members of society, even less valuable than slaves. By welcoming children into his arms, he showed the love of God for all. Similarly, Jesus rebuked the disciples when they sought to keep the children away, whose parents were seeking a blessing from him. The disciples thought them a nuisance, but Christ told them they represented the kingdom of heaven. Matthew nineteen thirteen through 14 Why? Because the last shall be first. But I know that's not the only reason, because I watched not just the children's faces on Friday night, but all the adult faces watching them. Children aren't naive so much as they are filled with the light of new life. Everything is new to them, and they have no inhibitions about showing the joy that discovering every facet of God's wonderful creation brings to them. You may not have children, or your children may be grown, and you're yet to have grandchildren. Or you may be of the age where even your grandchildren are grown. No matter, find a way to suffer the little children to come unto you as well. 
Exploit their joy for yourself. Let them remind you how phenomenal the world is by the joy they find in things you've long since thought of as mundane. Watch a three-year-old and a toad, or a caterpillar, or a butterfly, or a flower, and I guarantee you, you'll remember how good it is to be alive and how grateful you are to the Creator. Dear Heavenly Father, we love you. Thank you that you show us your love in the cycle of marriage, birth, babies, childhood, even teenagers, and finally adulthood, just to start all over again. Jesus, show us that even the least of us is not only worthy of your love, but first in the kingdom of heaven. Finally, thank you for the wonder that children demonstrate openly in the world around us. Too often the cares of this world divert us from the joy that even the simplest aspects of it hold for those who will stop and view them as a child. Amen. We'll see you tomorrow.